Okay, Jared, so you literally just watched the last episode of WandaVision. Yeah, um, I watched it, and pretty much two minutes after that, I was out the door driving here. So this is, like, fresh in my mind. (laughs) How did you see it through the tears? Like, how did you see the road? (laughs) Leah, I think this is an important thing I have to tell you. I kind of didn't like it. (gasps) I kind of didn't like it. You didn't like it? I know. So the finale had it had some stuff that I liked. It really did. But well, the uh, okay. So the whole thing with this show, right? It's like fifty fifty. It really is fifty fifty. Half of it I love, and I think is some of like the coolest Marvel stuff that they've done. And then the other half, I'm like, oh man, I hate this so much. This. Well, let's get into let's, it. Let's dive into it. Okay, yeah, because we have not talked about this show. I mean, literally since it it came out. So now we can fully discuss it. Indeed. And for anybody that's listening, obviously, uh, if you don't want to get spoiled, then <laughs> go watch it and then come back to this. You know what I mean? Because we're just gonna talk about it all, honestly. Um, that being said, though, I, I did have some issues with, you know, <laughs> with the weekly format where it was being released by the week and the fact that Disney would release it at the at the stroke of midnight. Well, it would be the stroke <laughs> of midnight for L.A. and it'd be like 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. or something for us. So I, I would literally have to, like, dodge. Like, I mean, I would get spoiled in the stupidest ways, too, like through Instagram or something. And I'm not even like mm-hmm. on, you know. Like, <laughs> well, and I feel really bad for the people who didn't catch on to some like the bigger moments that happen in this show, because the next day I'd be scrolling through Instagram and it'd be from like the official WandaVision account, yes, or from the Marvel account, and they'd be like, "Oh, did you guys like that episode last night?" And I'm like, "Man, it's been out for six hours. What are you talking about?" Right, like, right, yeah. So I felt very similar to. I remember like I was thinking about like when Endgame came out, and I was so. Um, adamant not to get spoiled that mm-hmm. I, I literally tried to avoid like I didn't I wasn't on the internet the entire day and then I <laughs> ran into the theater the minute that I was able to and then I ran into early and I saw the last shot have of- we never talked about this <laughs> I don't, oh my god no. I saw the last but it's okay wow. so I saw the last scene with Steve Rogers being an old man. Luckily, I didn't figure out what was going on. I was oh, like, I don't know okay. who that is. So I like ran away. I was like, I was like, oh, Mr. Rogers. I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> so like, luckily, it didn't get spoiled. But I was like, what a dumbass. Like, <laughs> like, How do you just sprint into a movie theater, though? Like, I, I am really I curious. I was really adamant not to okay, like, because hey. people were even like talking about it as they were like leaving the showings and they would like start talking. Uh-huh. Oh, was it crazy when and I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a minefield, you know. Wow. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, though. Even though I I do have a fair amount of problems with Wandavision, uh, I find that it did kind of fill that void that I've been missing, right? Oh yeah. Because it, again, like, oh man, I, I'm going to be beating a dead horse when I say this, but like, like the entire country. Okay, we've been locked in our houses for pretty much a year at this point. Yeah, it's you coming know, up. Yeah, and it's just. It feels nice to have something to kind of look forward to week by week, you know, because there really hasn't been too much of that. No. You know, and so WandaVision definitely kind of filled the void for that. Like, there were some big moments in the show. Uh, Let's just get into, like, some spoil territory, you know. But, like, when Evan Peters shows up at that door at the end of episode, what, five? Four or five? 
I'm forgetting the numbers, but regardless, when Evan Peters shows up, right, my jaw hit the floor. I felt bad for Amanda because I was like, oh my god, this is happening. Yeah, yeah. And it was a fake out, but that's... Hurts my hurts my soul a little bit, but we'll no, get into like, like there's been stuff where like like those mic drop moments, which is why I'm kind of happy that they released it week by week. Given I think their promotions for spoiler territory were you know not. Great. Oh yeah, no, I I would agree with you on that. Despite the fact the spoiler thing, it's it's nice to be able to have something like you said to look forward to. I mean, you know, because honestly, like what is there? <laughs> like else, well, and then you know, so now afterwards we've got uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier coming up, which is going to be dope. And I think this is really cool. Like, and you know, I got to give a shout out to my best friend. I have to say it. Like I've said it so many times on this podcast to Lacey Hudson who worked on WandaVision and actually was an Easter egg <laughs> in the series, which is really cool. Um, we have talked about this before. The amount of projects that Marvel churns out is honestly unprecedented. Like, this is the schedule that they have is, like, unbelievable and I'm very thankful for it because I'd be so bored. They are keeping me on Disney Plus. Like, That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I remember when uh, we did a podcast when Disney Plus was first announced, right? Yeah. We were talking about the slate of upcoming shows. And at first, uh, I remember I was like, I don't really care about the Disney side of things, like Disney movies, you know, like... I, yeah. I, I couldn't really care less. But I was like, The Mandalorian, that's pretty cool. You know, and that turned out to be like one of like the best TV shows in recent memory. You know? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a fair statement. Right. Honestly. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Yeah, you know, like that kept me on it. And they've done a pretty good job of keeping me, you know, hooked on like certain series. Right. right? They're like, You don't like this classic stuff, don't you worry, boo. We <laughs> <Yeah>. got you. <laughs> <laughs> they got me covered. They got me covered. And like it, and it, we were talking about it, you know, pre-pandemic when Black Widow was supposed to come out last year, you know? Yeah. And I was like, Black Widow's going to be cool. It's not going to be like this huge event like the past few movies have been. Um, but it, that's going to be cool. Eternals, eh, I couldn't really care. Shang-Chi, eh, you know, didn't really didn't really care. But WandaVision was something that, like, really tickled my fancy, right? And now Falcon and Winter Soldier, they're going to be bringing Baron Zemo back. And he's supposedly supposed to be more like his comic book counterpart, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Greatly. You know, so it's just, it's been nice having some of this, like, weekly TV to catch up on, you know, and just really look forward to. Because, like, every Friday night, me and Amanda sit down on the couch after work, and I was like, WandaVision time, you know? And that's been the past, what, nine weeks now? Yeah, and that's it's, it's nice. kind of a ritual thing, you know? It, it If you will, harkens back to an older time of television, which is what <laughs> WandaVision was doing in the first couple mm -hmm. episodes, which either immediately intrigued people like me or mm -hmm. it immediately turned people off like my mom could not get into it because she was like oh, I can't stand these laugh tracks and I was like I promise you that it's gonna go away you just have to get past it she's like I can't get past I can't get past <laughs> the laugh tracks and I'm like but I, for me I, that's what I liked about it was mm -hmm. I liked the subtlety of those first couple episodes of just being like trying to figure out okay well we're in this you know 50s tv show and this should just be a normal mm -hmm. episode but there's obviously something a little bit askew going on mm -hmm. one of my favorite scenes throughout the series happened in the very first uh episode actually which was when and i want to call her kitty it's kitty from that 70s show the, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it's her and they come over for a dinner party and when her husband is choking and when she starts to say like plead to stop 
to and 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 the music has died down and there's no there's no laugh mm-hmm. tracks. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. It was so unsettling and creepy and bothered me so much that I forgot mm-hmm. I was watching Disney, certainly, and I certainly forgot it was I was like this is really dark, you know. Yeah. This yep. is a dark series and um so I, I immediately like that scene will always stick out in my head long after the show is over, like, because I was just like, that's that's unreal. You know, you know, something's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I completely agree with you on that. I think the first three episodes before they like really peeled back the curtain and showed like what was going on. I think those first few episodes were some of the, like the most exciting uh, like Marvel things that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, because it, it had me wandering around every single corner, you know, like. It was um, episode two, I believe, is when uh, that like the toy helicopter shows up, which is like one of the drones that they sent into. Yes. The Seeing that, and and again, like Marvel's done a pretty good job, just all around for the past decade, of uh, kind of like giving like little Easter eggs for uh, like the comic book readers, and they're like, oh, you know, like here's a little something for later. You yeah. Know? And when he picked up the helicopter, it was another one of those moments where I was like, oh my god, it's Sword. They're doing Sword. Sword is like in this show. That's so cool, you know. And I love that. And then same thing when they showed up with, like, the beekeeper at the mm-hmm. end of episode three, right? And all that stuff. And the callbacks, you know, like, the callbacks and everything were fantastic. But it did a really good job of cementing the mystery that was in there, right? Because I feel like it really could have gone in any direction in the early episodes, right? Right. And there were just enough little, like, hints. And I loved, mm-hmm. like you said, like, the Easter eggs, the commercials um, with the uh, Stark Industries. There was a... Toastmate, the toaster oven. Yes, yeah. And then there was the Strucker watches. Um, and, and and you're just like, okay, so there's definitely, and I would agree, it's like the first three episodes, so you're in the 50s, then the 60s, and the 70s. Also, the the effort, the costumes, True. the, you know what I mean? Like, truly, as someone who also, like, freaking loves tv i mean i immediately i don't feel like it's special to know like you know oh i knew what yeah i mean i feel like that's obvious but like still it's just it really did feel like even even um the 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 what's the word i'm looking for like the screen like widened oh after, yeah, yeah when they yeah. would be back in reality yeah, for and the I was aspect like, ratio oh yeah. my god you know like just mm-hmm. the minor little details in that that just really cemented that it really did feel like they were in this like mm-hmm. tv world that was awesome yeah i felt like episode three when when it's the 70s and she's pregnant i was like I literally don't know where this is going at <laughs> all. I was like, what is happening right now? Did you find that you struggled, though, with the um, the the black and white episodes a little bit? I was actually totally fine with it. I, I was sold from, yeah. from the first episode. Yeah. I was like, uh, you know, if we're sticking with this whole black and white thing, I'm down. I, I'm right. super into it, you know? And I, I think one of my favorite parts, and, like, I was actually kind of laughing uh, during... I believe it was episode two when they're doing like the magic act for the yeah. for the town. I I actually laughed. I thought that aside from the whole you know Marvel formula and them trying to build up to that you know the big mystery, right? I thought it was pretty good TV. You know, yeah, like, right, like it right. felt like I was watching like an I Love Lucy rerun. Well, or something, and it's so you know? funny because it's immediately either what turned people on or turned people off. Right. Like some because it was such like you said a departure from what we normally see of Marvel. There was a lot of people that were like, "Man, there's no action. It's it's too slow." And I'm like, 
Is that why we're here? <laughs> is that all we're here for is like action? Because I feel like you could get that a lot of other places. Mm-hmm. Like, you yep. know, what the, the deal with this is and what they leaned into is that these are genuinely interesting characters. And I was just watching before you came here, Anthony Mackie doing his quote or uh, his uh, interview with uh, Hot Ones, which actually you turned me on to. Fun fact. Um, yeah, where, um, you know, obviously he's promoting Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. but he was talking about the fact that, and I thought this was such an insightful quote where he was like, third and fourth characters, or third and fourth leads in a movie tend to be the more interesting ones. Mm-hmm. And that's so true with Vision and Wanda, because up until this point, we, just in the MCU, not mm-hmm. the comics, knew about them, but it was like all of a sudden they're in love. You know what I mean? And right. all of a sudden he's dead. And you're like, what? <laughs> what's going on? Like, <laughs> yeah, And I'll tell you what, the uh, this show did a really good job of cementing the relationship between Wanda yes. and Vision. And now, oh man, it, all right. Here's the thing, right? They spend this whole arc of the show building up this relationship, making sure that we know that they're actually in love, right? Yeah. And then they kill off the vision that she's been falling in love with more and more and more, right? Bro, why are you jumping? I'm jumping. I'm jumping the shark. I'm sorry. Okay? But, like, man, I am frustrated. All right? <laughs> are you frustrated I gotta, enough dude, to create I, I, keep going, I keep going on a rant right now, okay? But... <laughs> Well, hold on. Let's just go right, chronologically, right. I'm sorry. okay? I'm so we're, sorry. we're in color. She delivers the twins. The baby having seen was hilarious to me, oh, by yeah, the way. Yeah. And they have Tommy and Billy, who I would say was one of the most interesting parts of this. Now, obviously, I had to Google. I had to know. <laughs> I was like, who are these children? Are they canon? Are they real? And then when I found out that they would um, also have amazing powers, I was like, <gasps> oh, this is so yeah. cool! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, my favorite part was actually, uh, you know, fast forward a little bit when they're a little bit older. You see them wearing like cheapo versions of their comic book costumes, yes. which, which happens a lot in the show, quite yeah. frankly. And I thought that was so cool because I was like, oh my god, he's wearing the Wiccan costume. That's so cool! Yeah, you know? right, <laughs> I was, right. I was sold. Yeah, I was, I was, um, and there has been some some theories about them teeing up for like Young Avengers and mm-hmm. stuff, which you know, I mean, still, I don't know, still possibly well we'll we'll see we'll get to the ending there okay, okay all, so, right, all right okay so we get into episode four we interrupt this program and it's the first time that we're finally away from the tv land thing and it was a full episode and i'm not gonna lie this episode was the one that i struggled with the most because there was no wanda and there was no vision in the wanda vision but we get fbi agent jimmy woo which was cool then we get darcy lewis comes back awesome and then monica rambo who is later going to become Spectrum. Which, uh, again, like, and I kind of got really excited because um, I'm not one of those. Uh, I am a huge comic book nerd, right? All right. And I like to have a high standard for this stuff, okay? Because I grew up with it, you know, personal connection, all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I really thought that's how uh, they were going to turn her into Storm. I really thought that's how they were going to start bringing more of the X-Men into the MCU. Oh, wow. Well, because she went through the hex, right? Pretty much yeah. with no protective gear. And, um, Next thing I know, she's seeing all like these electrical lines and stuff, and those are really popping out to her. And I was like, "Oh my god, they're doing Storm! That's really cool!" You know? Oh yeah, it, that's like, oh I was, shoot, I would be disappointed if I right? had thought yeah, that. Yeah, so that's why I was kind of like, "Oh, you know." Eh. But I like too, though, with the episode that they gave us kind of insight into like how you know when people have come back now from the blip, Monica Rambo mm-hmm. being one of them, that like how heartbreaking her mom had passed away in mm-hmm. the time that she was gone. 
And, you know, and she's come back and and she's like, no time has passed to her at all. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that really gives a lot of insight to all these people that are just like coming back and they're like, what did I miss? And it's like, (laughs) well, (laughs) I I think. And so far from home, kind of like they definitely did quite a bit with the blip and talking about, you know, like, oh, you know, we've been gone for five years, stuff like that. Yeah. I think they really nailed it in this show. I think they did a better job in WandaVision showcasing the blip than mm-hmm. they did in, you know, any of the other, like, extra media that they've done yeah. for it. You know, because especially seeing Monica Rambeau pretty much phase into existence in the middle of a hospital. Oh, my gosh. Just like, she thought that she was like, oh, no, what's going on? Let me find my mom. And then, you know, the nurse, whose name I'm forgetting, yeah. unfortunately, is, um, you know, she's like, oh, honey, your mom's been dead for years now. Like, oh, that my is, gosh. It, yeah. <laughs> so, and I, I think they did a really good job tying, like, just really emotional storylines to most of these characters, like specifically like the main characters of the show. So like Wanda, Vision, Monica. Yeah. Right. Jimmy Woo, you're just kind of like, oh, huh, he's the funny guy. You know, Darcy Lewis. Oh, you right, know, she's right. the funny girl, you know. Right. But like as far as the core characters that they want you to care about, they did a really good job cementing like the emotional core to these characters that really just ties you to them. And and during that episode, we also find we get a little bit of an answer in the fact that this is, you know, something is fishy. But, you know, I don't even think that we in that episode realize that it's Wanda kind of being the person that's. Yeah, I think they kind of left it a little bit more up in the air yeah. in that episode. They were like, OK, so there's some like magic juju stuff that's going on here. You know, we, yeah. And like it, they kind of like sow that seed of doubt whether, you know, you need to decide for yourself if it's Wanda or if it's something else. Yeah. You know, so. So the next episode was the big spoiler one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the kids age up miraculously somehow, <laughs> and then and and Uncle Pietro comes by, and everyone collectively said multiverse because mm-hmm. you know it's literally Evan Peters who played Quicksilver, and you know what's funny, Jerry? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never seen any X Men movie beyond. The first and second one in the early 2000s oh, man. with Hugh Jackman. I have never seen any of these like <laughs> other ones. Some of them, okay, they're mostly bad. I'm not, <laughs> not going to lie. Okay, most of them kind of suck. But some of them are pretty good, you know? But it, I love Evan Peters. Yeah, yeah no, no, Evan Peters is great. Uh, <laughs> I think, and I, I, you know, I'm sure like, me along with a lot of people, you know, like I've seen him in some of American Horror Story and, you know, like Quicksilver. So like I'm always excited to see him pop up no matter what he's doing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And uh, I won't jump the shark again. OK, but, you know, it's one of those <laughs> things where like having such a big reveal like that, you know, it's like a tidal wave of hype across everybody who watches oh, yeah. the show. Because um, like everybody who is familiar with these superhero movies and like even pays even the slightest bit of attention to like the theorizing as to like you know, for what goes into these. Evan Peters shows up at that door. Everybody lost their collective minds. Oh, I you know. Because everybody's like, oh, my God, they're finally doing it. They jumped the shark, you know. They're like, oh, my God. Because I've been wanting that for years now. Right. You know, in like, ever since they were doing Civil War, I, I was speculating, like, oh, maybe they'll do a multiverse thing. Because, you know, like, it's Which a huge... they still are. It's Doctor Strange mm-hmm. in the multiverse. So I'm still kind of... Uh, yeah, so I, I definitely... St- uh, they're definitely doing some multiverse. Doing I think they've got to be teeing that up in order for, um, like, I think their next big bad, you know, so mm-hmm. instead of pretty much the next, like, Thanos, Mephisto. you know? Mephisto. Yeah, it might be Mephisto. It might be Nightmare. I, I think yeah. it's going to be one of those, like, really big, like, not, they won't just destroy the galaxy. They'll destroy all the galaxies, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> I can definitely see them trying to up the ante by doing that. 
So um, also a commercial uh, during episode five was the Lagos yeah, paper yeah. towels for an accident you didn't mean to. <laughs> okay, <laughs> as hilarious as that is. Okay, it's so sad. Can, can we talk about that? Can we jump back to Civil War for like two minutes? Sure. Yeah, go. Why the hell were people mad at Wanda for that? Okay, <laughs> like, like, let's talk about this, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. She stopped the terrorists from bombing your city. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, oh, you know, your casualties were 10 She people. hit a hospital. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, she hit a hospital. That's not her fault, though. You, no, but you, I you mean, it looks bad. You want to blame the suicide bomber that she was, <laughs> that would have killed more people? Think about the optics, Jared. It doesn't look very good. You're supposed to be the person in control and you've they hit a hospital. They mitigated damage. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so then there's the Halloween episode, which I would uh, say is probably my favorite out of yeah, this. Yeah, it was pretty great. You yeah. know, um, and uh, because I love the fact, first off, there's a Halloween episode. <laughs> 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 but but um, it also had another one of those, because the moments in this show for me that really stood out and really shined, being someone who loves horror, like I was saying, um, there was the scene where Vision, he knows something is up. Mm-hmm. And he's going to the outskirts of Westview and he's seeing that there's only so much control that uh, Wanda apparently has and that people are basically like reduced to sims for a better word <laughs> like they, they're just doing the same motion over and over and that woman that was doing the laundry and there's like a tear going down her eye and yeah. I was like oh my god. they did gosh. a really solid job that episode uh, yeah. I, I, I'm right with you I think the Halloween episode alongside like the first three were like perfect and okay. they threw me because he sees Agnes in the mm-hmm. car and she's like, you know, just as confused as anyone else. And she's like, oh, <laughs> please help me. And then he like, you know, mm-hmm. makes her. So did you in. actually believe that? I did believe it. You did. Yes, okay. I, did. All right, all right. I was like, I thought it was Agnes, but maybe not. Or Agatha. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, wait, it's Agatha. Wait, is it Agnes or Agatha? Uh, it is. It's Agatha. Agatha. Yeah, no, because it's Agatha. All Who's along. Agnes? Agnes was like her uh, her pseudonym. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because um, so Agatha Harkness is a character in the comics, a pretty minor one. And again, like you could tell that Marvel has kind of exhausted like a lot of like their heavy hitters. Yeah, you know, because they're really pulling on like some. Yeah, like, <laughs> because you know, again, like everybody from and I'm sure that you were on the up and up with like a lot of like the theories and stuff for this show. A mm-hmm. lot of people thought that it was going to be Mephisto, Nightmare, like one of the more yeah. like you know. Uh, kind of paranormal, supernatural kind of villains. Yeah. But it turns out it's just uh, Agatha Harkness. It was Agatha. You know, Agatha all along, you know. (laughs) And she's just, she's a witch, but she actually plays more of like a mentor role to uh, Wanda in the comics. Which I thought, this was an interesting twist on. Right, because I kind of was waiting for her to change and then she didn't and yeah. i was like oh okay she's just bad <laughs> so also the halloween episode by the way had my favorite commercial which was the one for the yogurt yes that yeah. was the darkest thing i've ever seen <laughs> on a marvel movie ever that's kind of like it reminds me of uh um i got this really weird vibe like it felt like i was watching mr meaty where it's like you know this is an all-ages show but i feel like i shouldn't be watching well, yeah, it, yeah, yeah yeah it did it, it was very like uh, it, again like a lot of other scenes in the show it was just super unsettling you know mm-hmm. i was like oh great we're watching this puppet be drained of its blood that's that's cool yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but you know and then that tees into either it, it then you know that tees into agatha's backstory right you know which we eventually you know salem, salem witch trials woo so uh, breaking the fourth wall so we're now in the mid to late 2000s at this point and we get lots of um 
feels like a mix of Modern Family and... Uh, uh, kind of the office too, and a little bit I mean, of the office. Honestly, the theme song that they, okay. By the way, all the theme songs that they made for for the show, bangers. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, and if you, I someone told me that the composer mm-hmm. made it so that it's this the Agatha all along song, the banger of this <laughs> season. Yeah. W- has some sort of I don't I'm not a music like a musician or anything, but apparently the same key change like it, it's it's oh, there's okay. a little bit of a signature there hmm. that's intentional that you can tell that Agatha's controlling the whole thing. So, okay, yeah. 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 So yeah. well, anyway, yeah. So in that episode, uh, we pretty much find out that Agatha's been pulling the strings. You don't like uh, it? Uh, no, no, no. I do. I just don't remember the lyrics to it. You know, I was like, wrong. I remember like, oh, it's it's Agatha all along, and I'm like, okay, cool, got that. And then it's like, oh, and I killed Sparky too, and I'm like, that bitch. I was like, oh my god, I killed a puppy. I, by the way, l- l- this actress, man. Oh, what's her Catherine name? Catherine Hahn. Yeah, Catherine Hahn. She kills it in pretty much everything she, she does. Man. I think every time I see her, though, I think about Step Brothers. <laughs> she was, she was, um, she was, she loved Dale. Do you remember Step Brothers at all? Uh, no, it's been a long time. Damn it! She played the funniest role in that because all she wants to do is is screw Dale, basically. <laughs> and I just can't believe that she's like so, this major villain in this because every well, time I see her, I, that is, I completely agree with you. But every time I've seen her in something, she's always had almost like an antagonistic role, mm-hmm. right? So, um. The, the way in how I know her, um, did you ever watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah. So she's Charlie's ex-wife. Yeah. And, you know, she's like holding his sperm from him. I don't know. If, I don't know if we can say that on the podcast. Why does she always get these roles? Yeah, I don't. Like... Well, you get a lot of the, And I didn't know this until um, this was airing. She's also um, the female Doc Ock from Spider-Verse. Oh! Which I thought was, yeah, yeah, and I thought that was like a really cool. That's cool. Thing. Yeah, and I didn't know that until the show no. was airing. So. Yeah. Um. So we learn a little bit on on the pre-season finale? I don't know. Episode 8. The penultimate episode. There we go. Yes, yes, yeah. That was the word. Yes, I went to college for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where basically she's this witch, Salem 1693, coven of witches. She's the biggest, baddest one of them all. She took all of them down or whatever. <laughs> she's been aware of what Wanda's been doing and she wants to know how Wanda's been doing it. Wanda doesn't even know, but my... <laughs> yeah. God, Wanda has some trauma. That's that's right. Yeah. That episode made me realize that I was like, I always said that the Winter Soldier had the saddest, one of the saddest of the MCU, one of the saddest storylines. You know, nope. (laughs) It was Wanda. (laughs) Because I was like, wow, she really did sit there and lose her parents, then lose her brother, then lose her, her lover. I was like, Wow, she really came out of this empty-handed. <laughs> like, I would not be surprised if she was evil. Like, because that would turn anybody. Yeah. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and uh, I do really like what they've been doing with Wanda's grief. Uh, in yeah. the, just for her entire character arc. From uh, again, like she didn't really have much of a character arc in, in uh, Age of Ultron. Truthfully, no. But like, I really do enjoy seeing like the fleshed-out character in WandaVision for sure. Yeah. And um. And I think they did a really good job because in the comics, um, in House of M, which is the which this is very loosely based on, you know, um, she pretty much has like this broken mind from seeing so many things just go wrong for her throughout her right. entire life, you know. Um, but now she pretty much they, they do the same thing, um, you know, like just 
horrendous amounts of grief. You know, her parents died, she watched her brother die, her lover died, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, but they don't, I don't think they're doing that whole broken mind thing yet. I think it'll happen eventually down the road with the multiverse of, stuff. like, hinted at that at the very end. Yeah, yeah. And I I'm glad that they're not wasting the character because I would love to see some really cool magic stuff with between, like, her and Doctor Strange coming up. Like, I, I, yeah. I am really excited for that. Right, right. All right, so we're getting into the last episode, which yeah. we just saw. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of lukewarm about it. Yeah, so the reason being is because I, I really wasn't looking forward to this episode. Why? And the reason being is because um, in episode eight, there, there was a couple like smaller scenes that I enjoyed there, but I was like, man, that was 45 minutes of exposition, you know, and I was like, that that was kind of hard to watch. I'm not going to lie. Like, there was that one really good scene that's been memed to death now of uh, Wanda and Vision sitting on the bed, you know, and he says, what is grief if not love persevering? And oh, like, my wow. god! I was like, wow, you know, that was... um. That's some of the best writing that I've seen in a Marvel movie since Daredevil. Yeah. Know? And I was like, you know, the, the, kudos to them, because that line got me. I was like, damn, you know, I wasn't expecting to hear that, you know? Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, it just kind of felt felt like an exposition dump. It's like, haha, this is what's been going, <laughs> this is what's been happening all along, you know, we got you. And it just felt kind of boring. And then the post credit scene for episode eight was them showing white vision. And I was like, ah, oh, man. And I was like, it, so... I figured that this episode was going to become the season finale. I figured it was going to become like the type of stuff that I'm getting kind of burnt out of on Marvel, which is just, you know, turns into like this big CGI fight sequence where they're just shooting lasers at each other for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And they did their fair amount of that in, in the finale here. But they, they, they did some things that I liked. They did some things that I liked. But So, you know, I, I definitely came out of this... I would not sit here and say that this last episode was the strongest at all mm -hmm. in this series. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There were definitely, it definitely left me with some questions. But I will say that it did make me cry. <laughs> and I wasn't expecting to cry. <laughs> but when, um, oh man, when she's saying goodbye to the, and I was just thinking to myself, can this? Can this girl not catch a break? <laughs> Can you all leave her alone? Like I was, li but I kept thinking to myself though, as it was happening, you know, it was like, well, we we can't stay here. This is TV land. But if you leave, then your children and your husband are gone. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I really don't know what you should do here, Wanda. And then, yeah. not to mention the townspeople who are like, please. Let us live our lives. Oh, my gosh. When the one mother was like, if my daughter can be like this yeah, yeah, backstory right. so I can hold her. And I'm like, Wanda, <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'll tell you what. I was definitely, um, it, they got me at that point because I was like, oh, my God. Like, are they going to do bad Scarlet Witch where she goes crazy and like you right know, or is, are we gonna go hero you know Scarlet Witch where she sacrifices well, her family kind of tipped that for a little yeah, bit no, no, she, she was choked them all out I know, I know dude she was tiptoeing for, like, for most of the episode <laughs> I was like I don't know what she's gonna do right now honestly um so I would say that a, a, a qualm that I did have admittedly watching this last episode was uh, the the big final battle with her and um, Agatha. 
and she's giving her all her power and stuff, and we think that, you know, she's shriveling up and stuff, but then reveal, and I already kind of got into a sense, because when it says previously on, you know, WandaVision, and, and they showed the clip of, like, only a, a witch. Yeah. <laughs> you smacked the plexiglass. Yeah, yeah, so there's plexi- plexiglass between us. I'm very sorry for... Only a witch can use her runes. I was like, well, clearly runes are, are going to, or runes are going to be some sort of, like, big thing in this. It's and foreshadowing um, right there. Yeah, and I was like... Uh, I don't really understand how that happened, you know what I mean? Because if Wanda didn't understand, and maybe you can explain this to me, maybe this was just something that I missed, how is it that she did have those runes up to begin with if she really didn't know what she was doing, you know? Leah, I gotta level with you. I have no idea. That is a glaring plot hole, and I was gonna bring it up. Yeah, (laughs) like, like, that's what I was like... So you can kind of fudge your way around that, you know, and be like, oh, well, she's the Scarlet Witch. Maybe she just, like, dreamt of the rune. Yeah, maybe she just did it, you know? Yeah. like. But when, that's that, I feel like that's kind of a flimsy explanation. Right. Like, when she was, like, sort of, like, breaking out of it, like, maybe she, they, you know, that's... But that was a big question I had because, like, that was the big, like, ha-ha, got you, villain, yeah, right. you know? And I was like... But how did, what? <laughs> yeah, and, how did uh, you know to do that? Yeah, and there was another smaller part uh, in the episode where she does whisper like an incantation into Agatha's ear when she tries to like take uh, Agatha back to Salem. Oh, yeah. You know, like in the vision. She says like, a, there's like a Latin incantation that she Somebody's says. Somebody's lying. Like, yeah, and I'm like, how the hell did you know that? And I'm like, that makes no sense because she was befuddled by this stuff 10 minutes ago. I think you're lying, Wanda. You know you're the <laughs> Scarlet Witch and you've been lying. You yeah. know how to do this. <laughs> or maybe it was just a plot hole by the writers, you know? Which... Uh, you know, and the, but the writing has been so good that That's I was true. like kind That's of true. a little bit like uh, taken aback by by that, uh, you know, plot. Also, you know, I, I do feel like, so So we had some great moments in this, like what I said, like very emotional moments, you know, with her saying goodbye to the family. Also, I felt like uh, having that little Incredibles moment um, <laughs> was really cute, being able to fight as a family yeah. um, <laughs> was was precious, and Darcy being able to... Uh, <laughs> that was funny. That was sideline. <laughs> so yeah, sideline. Uh, what is it? Hayward. Is that yeah, the Hayward. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So Cat Denning's character uh, takes a giant ice cream truck and just rams it into a uh, Hayward, the uh, the resident bad guy that we needed to have. A blessing. A blessing. And, truly. And, yeah, needed to be protected yeah. at all costs. Jimmy Woo got his moment too. Yeah, man. I I have watched that guy since IKEA Heights. Okay. <laughs> I am I'm I'm proud of him, man. I don't get me wrong. I have never been within probably a ten mile radius of of the of the actor. Okay, what is it, Randall Park? But I, I watched him in IKEA Heights way back when. This really crappy YouTube. Okay, it's not crappy. It's a classic. Okay, but it was made on like really crappy camcorders, and everybody's mm-hmm. filming it in IKEA. I was thinking I I really loved him in um um always be my maybe. He's good in that too. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty good movie, okay? He's really funny. Um so Anyway. Anyway. So, so apologies. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um but I feel like we were left with a lot of questions still. Yeah. You know, so obviously Vision has this moment with White Vision, which actually I was like, okay, I can understand that he would get to a point because it really doesn't make sense for either character to be like fighting the whole time. Eventually, they're gonna, they're not yeah. Hulk. Okay? And I am happy that they didn't um, end it with like a giant, you know, laser battle. Like there was obviously a bit of that because it was, you know, yeah. a grand finale and a Marvel thing. You know, right? You're gonna have to. Yeah. But I actually like how they handled both of those characters at the end. It made sense that. He yeah. would try to reason with himself. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are we doing this? But 
he's like, you know, he he transfers memory vision, transfers over to white vision, all mm-hmm. of these memories. And then he, he like his eye color changes and he goes, I am vision. And then white vision just flies off into the night. Yeah. And I'm like, where are you going? Also, do you like how that's not brought up again? Like, like would you think that vision like uh, like the vision that we know? Would be like, oh, hey, by the way, your dead husband's back. Bye. You know, <laughs> but that, that doesn't happen. He only had so much time to say goodbye. Yeah, I'm, not gonna... so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to on him yeah, for that. Well, just imagine, like, they're walking back to the house. They're like, hey, honey, uh, your husband's d- back. I actually don't think you need to panic so much because I'm out there somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you, you would think so, right? Is he going to stay white vision? Is it like Gandalf? Like Gandalf <laughs> the white now? Like he's just. I don't think he'll stay like that forever. I, I Why think, is he white? Like uh, yeah, so I know I, I know the white vision is a thing in the comics, and honestly, I'm not too familiar with it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a similar kind of thing to what happened, where it's like a soulless version of him. But that's kind of about like the extent of my knowledge from hmm. white vision. But yeah, no. If I had a guess, next time Vision shows up, whether it's in Multiverse of Madness or something else, mm-hmm. you know, it, like I can imagine that it'd probably be like him and Wanda reconnect, and he takes like his true colors back and all that stuff, you know. All right, and let's talk about the biggest disappointment of this episode, which, I, and I will agree with you, was Quicksilver's reveal. Yeah, man, that sucked. It was for a boner joke. Oh, a my boner God. joke! Yeah, Ralph like, really? Boner, who was the husband, or playing the husband of Agnes, and he was just uh, some guy, apparently. I'm kind of upset by that. <laughs> but I just don't believe it, because I'm like, why would you, I don't know, man, it's... It's too weird. It's so weird that I can't, I really, I don't know, I can't stop hoping that, like, because I'm like, that's just strange. I don't think that they would. Nobody would, like, want that outcome. Like, Uh, who the hell wants that outcome where you're like, oh, my God, you have, like, (laughs) Quicksilver. Because arguably, I would say one of the biggest downfalls in the entire franchise of the MCU was when Joss Whedon got his grubby little hands on Quicksilver and killed him. (laughs) That was the most disrespectful thing (laughs) that's happened in the MCU. And it was almost like an olive branch extended. (laughs) Like, we can give you Evan Peters. And then you're not? <laughs> yeah, that feels like it, it... You have the rights now, though. You can. Yeah, exactly. I, that's why I'm surprised that they didn't pull the trigger on that. And they were like, oh, yeah, hey, by the way, you know, Scarlet Witch showing up in Doctor Strange 2. Woo, you're tie-in. Okay, here's the thing. I, I can understand because they probably didn't expect... Uh, okay, so pre-pandemic, all that stuff. I I doubt that the uh, executives over at Marvel believed that WandaVision was going to be, like... Uh, like a big hit. I, I really don't think that, like, they probably thought that, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Black Widow, like that kind of sure, stuff. Sure, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like really big, right? So they probably thought that this was going to be like a more niche show. Which it kind of is. Well, which it sort of is, yeah. Yeah. And I think mo- I think mostly people are watching it because there's also nothing on right now. And they're like, oh, hey, new content. I need something to, like, look forward to, you know? Right. Which is, which is totally fine. I just... So it just feels weird that they, that they wouldn't weird. do that. It's weird. It's just... The whole even thing if even if you weird. didn't expect people to watch it, like as many people to watch it as like your more mainstream things, I can't imagine that happening. And not to mention, like, like what are they going to do? They're going to do like a double fake out and then Doctor Strange two. They'll be like, "Ha, huh, Ralph Boner is isn't Ralph Boner?" Like, <laughs> like I can't yeah. see them doing that. I, <laughs> I there's no gotta, way. I always kind of wish that I just <laughs> that he just didn't show up in this episode. Yeah. That it was left open ended because I really. Cannot wrap my head around that one. Yeah, like, and the other thing, does he have speed powers? 
Does it like were those actually his powers or was that Agatha? Well, I don't know. it was Agatha because I, it, because of the necklace, right? Yeah, and yeah. then so Monica takes him down pretty easily. You know what I mean? Um, but. Anyway, so, yeah, so I would say that that is, you know, besides an overall fun and whimsical journey, that is my biggest qualm right now with yeah. this series is that because I'm like, why? I don't understand why. <laughs> I really didn't get it. For I, the boner. The boner. Man, um, we got blue balled, huh? So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't, it was there. <laughs> and then, um. So we got two um, end credit scenes. So mm -hmm. we got, I can't remember which one comes uh, the first. The theater one was the first one. Right. So yes. this is obviously teeing up Secret Invasion because it's a scroll mm -hmm. talking to Monica Rambeau saying he wants to see you and pointing up, you know? Yeah, and that's either referring to Talos or Nick Fury, one of the two, you know? I think it's Nick Fury, honestly. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like, hey, you know, I'm cool with that. You know, they got to tee up their other shows and like... Uh, me along with everybody else, like like we enjoy post credit scenes. Okay, it's fan service, but you know, like right, it's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. So and that's pretty cool. But I really enjoyed the second uh, post credit scene. Yes. And um, so I think there's a couple things that could be going on there because you know, the scene starts and we're greeted to this um shot of just like a tiny cabin near a lake, mm -hmm. right? And uh, we see Wanda in her PJs, and uh, we see her go inside, and she's making some tea or something on, like, this old kettle. Um, but then we see her, I don't know, maybe it's like an astral projection thing. It's like her alter ego. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so something like that. And it's her reading the Darkhold, which, um, again, shows up not even that frequently in the comics. Again, like, they're really drawn from, like, from, like some uh, smaller stuff in the comics, which I'm actually okay with. You know, but um, maybe they don't want people to be able to predict like what they're gonna do. Yeah, I'll tell you what I I watched videos, you know, and like I read posts and stuff like that. Not one person thought that Agatha Harkness was Agnes. <laughs> Not a single person. <laughs> so as we see Wanda reading out of the Darkhold, um, we then hear uh, the kids saying, "Mom, help! Mom, help!" And I I'm sold on that. You know, if it turns out her kids. Obviously, so I think she created their physical body, right? But I think how her power works, it seems like they have actual human souls. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they're in like some kind of like hell dimension. Jeez, oh, that's dark. I definitely, I, I definitely think that's possible though. Especially with like what they're teeing up for Doctor Strange too. I can absolutely see that coming it's so crazy to me because I, I i forget sometimes this is disney because like you know but then i remember it's disney and i'm like can you do that yeah. can you <laughs> can you talk about grief like that this yeah. is really heavy like you yeah. know but um no i mean there's no doubt in my mind they're bringing those kids back like you yeah. know because those characters i was like this is so cool to see a new generation of like superheroes yeah, yeah. come it, about like well, that's awesome yeah and they're doing uh the miss marvel show just wrapped shooting yeah too so like that's gonna be coming down the pipeline Ironheart is coming out next year i think yeah so um before i guess we uh you know talk about the upcoming marvel stuff and then wrapping up uh what would you give uh wandavision on the, on your scale, eight out of ten. Okay, you know I can agree with that. Maybe like a six point five or seven for me. <laughs> I, I, I listen. I got to be a little bit more critical. Okay, it'd be boring if we always had the same. Scores. I know, <laughs> I know. I, I, and, and honestly, the two points got knocked off because of the Quicksilver thing. Like yeah, I it get that. really, it really bummed me out that that was that was the grand reveal, so mm -hmm. to speak. Everything else in this, I was like. 
Well, and I would say that the the I will say that the final battle. I was like, you know what? I've realized that I could kind of do without as much action. <laughs> I'm so invested in yeah. the drama. I know that that's not what these movies and these shows are. Mm-hmm. You know, they're geared towards kids as well. So kids right. want to see. Like, I get it. But I don't need it personally. Like, I could go a whole series, like, you know, and have maybe one fight scene and Mm -hmm. not even think twice about it, you know? Yeah, well, and I think part of it is also that I feel like I almost... But no, um, I feel like I almost sabotaged um, my viewing experience for this show because um, I've been re-watching Daredevil as well. And I'm uh, I'm in the second season right now. And, uh, you know, I've already watched it once when it was first coming out. But I'm like, damn, this isn't just, like, a good comic book show. Like, this is a damn good TV show. Yeah. Man, like, it, everything of it, like, that's one of my, it's becoming one of my favorite shows of all time. Genuinely, yeah. Right? And I'm like, this is so expertly done, you know, between the writing and, like, some of the more fan service stuff that they do. And, like, the production behind it, everything about it is, like, 10 out of 10 for me. I know we're wrapping up on this, but have they yeah. said anything? I don't even remember. Have they said anything about, like, what happened to the Luke Cage, <laughs> Jessica Jones, Daredevil thing? What so, happened to that? So since Netflix lost the rights to produce more of that stuff, Marvel has been pretty much radio silent on it. People have been hypothesizing for years now that Charlie Cox is going to come back as Daredevil in either a movie or, like, a team-up thing for the Avengers. Yeah. But they're really, there's never been any official word on them. That's a damn shame, because all oh. those shows were good. Yeah. So like yeah, Iron Fist was kind of, yeah. Oh, you know what's funny? I didn't even list that in the whole thing. I was thinking the other exactly, three. Because you think of the good ones, I right? Thinking, I didn't even watch that one, because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not touching this. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a but shame. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, I would love, and I know it's not going to happen, because... Here's the thing with like a lot of between me loving Star Wars and me loving Marvel, okay? There's a lot of things where like whatever I come up in like with my head is going to be 10 times more hype than like what actually is on the screen typically. Yeah. Right? So like I would I would love if um in Spider-Man 3, right, his, uh Peter Parker's identity has been revealed to the entire world. I would love it if we got like a Charlie Cox uh or sorry, uh Matt Murdock mm-hmm. lawyering up with Peter Parker to like represent him. Yeah. That would be the coolest thing in the world for me because Spider-Man and Daredevil team-ups are some of my favorite parts of Marvel Comics because we get two heroes that are so similar and yet they just have like – Daredevil is like more cruel, you know, and it's he does that whole like Catholic punishment thing that they talk about in the actual TV show as well. And Spider-Man is just kind of like this happy-go-lucky kid, right? And so Daredevil, the more experienced superhero, is always talking about... It's oh, like you dark know. and light kind of yeah, deal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and even though like they both want the same thing, Daredevil is willing to go like he, he'll never kill anybody, but, like, he'll go to, like, Breaking Bones and stuff like that when Spider-Man just kind of, like, you know. Right. Webs Spider-Man. People, webs people to a wall and he's like, ha-ha, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right, And, like, right. that's kind of, like, their dynamic. And I, I, I love it so much. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, next up is uh, Falcon, Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. And yeah. I'm, like... I'm telling you, after watching, and I already loved Anthony Mackie to begin with, but, like, I've loved, I love him even more now watching this, like, interview with Hot like hot ones he's so he's so charming i'm like i will watch anything <laughs> you're, you're involved with yeah. and, and i am i'm i'm very much here for it yeah and i'll tell you what uh and i know i briefly said it before but they're bringing in like a baron zemo you know he's wearing that stupid purple mask all right <laughs> and i I'm, I'm in okay like because yeah. he's 
He's like a worse version of Doctor Doom. Okay, and I know that we're not getting Doctor Doom anytime soon yet. Much to Max's, my brother's chagrin. Doctor like, Doom is like the coolest villain. Ever. It's okay. his favorite, and he's yeah. been so like mistreated. <laughs> <laughs> it's been insane. Like, yeah, no. So I, I, I am optimistic about the future of some of these new Marvel things. I really am. Yeah. We'll meet again next time. Next time. <laughs> and talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier, and you'll be like, I'm so disappointed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I and have I'll to be show like, why? Yeah. It was good. <laughs>